Welcome back to the 5 Wide Podcast. We're going to have a boatload of things to cover today. Carter, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what we're going to be discussing. This week we are going into our Week 7 previews. We have a Lock of the Week. We have Fantasy Must Start. We also have Contenders and Pretenders on there today. Another Power Rankings. And back by popular demand, another What If. We're going to start with our Week 6 takeaways, though. And I'm going to hand it off to John. All right, so mine's, mine's crazy. I got Najee Harris winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. And the Steelers will get a wild card spot. Um, obviously, in my opinion, it's between. I mean, Robert will get into it. Jamar Chase and Najee Harris. A little biased, but I mean, if our line is doing decent, then I think he's got it for sure. And I don't think Jamar Chase can continue what he's doing the whole season. So, and the wild card spot. I mean, we'll see how that goes. But, I, I think yeah. Najee Harris has a very good chance to win it. I, I don't yeah, think I think he has a good chance, but I don't think the Steelers are going to make the wild card. Yeah, and yeah, uh, like yeah. the haters. <laughs> it is between uh, Jamar Chase and Najee Harris right now. Like I John mean, I, I, I don't know. Mac Jones is 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 a, a, a third. He's not too far behind, but eh, I don't think solid, enough to win games. And I don't know. I mean, they they usually tend to favor quarterbacks in these kind of things, so that's why I think yeah. he has a chance still. I agree. I'm going to disagree with John, though, because my week six takeaway is that Jamar Chase is going to be the rookie of the year this year, offensive rookie of the year. I think he is playing phenomenally. I also have here that the Bengals will win the AFC North because I think that the Bengals are the best team in the AFC North. I think the Ravens are a little bit of the pretender action going on there. But I think that Jamar Chase is clearly the best rookie in the NFL right now. I think Najee Harris is doing very well. But I think that it, Jamar Chase has been doing it since week one. He, Him and Joe Burrow have the longest, have like – three or four catches over 30 yards, which is the most of any wide receiver quarterback combo in the league. I just think Jamar Chase really fits well for Joe Burrow, and I think they're going to need him if they're going to try to win, make him to the playoffs. So I think Jamar Chase is going to keep on the up until the season ends. Yeah, if he could keep up the way he's been playing, I definitely think he'll win uh, offensive rookie of the year. Hey, could someone... I don't know how much they take, uh, take into effect the record of the team for offensive rookie of the year. I know for MVP, it's like a big consideration, but... I mean, we. Were, I mean, I think if know. it's like a wide receiver, it doesn't mean as much a record. Yeah. But like, I totally agree. Like, he's completely transformed that offense, and like, they've never really had that deep threat. They've always had some pretty solid guys. You know, AJ Green is years removed from what he used to be. So it's kind of nice to see that LSU connection in the NFL working as well as it has. Someone remind me yeah, who said sure. uh, who said episode one that Jamar Chase would win Rookie of the Year. Was it me? I think so. Yeah. But uh, you see his block out there? He's out there doing everything for the team. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I just love him. Love some football. Yeah, he seems like um, a, a good guy. Just, just good a team player. Good, 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 good team player. <laughs> um, I'll keep it in the AFC North with my takeaway. And Carter, I'm going to completely disagree. I think right now the Ravens are Super Bowl contenders. Um, just mainly because the way Lamar Jackson's been playing, he continues to find ways to make this team win. I mean, they had that like slew of running backs getting injured even before the season started, they still have a top-five rushing attack. I mean, he had that comeback win against the Chiefs. He had that crazy overtime performance against the Colts with 400 passing yards, and then their defense goes in and holds the Chargers to six points after being one of the one of the hottest offenses in the NFL. So I definitely think the Ravens are one of the more complete teams, and it's totally because of Lamar. Nobody's you know figured him out yet or whatever he likes to think. I don't think there's a yeah, lot of yeah. I'm not completely sold on the Ravens yet. I no, still think they have a good chance to win the AFC North. But as Super Bowl contenders, I would not say they're. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree with Rob. 
I will say Lamar, he does have the one playoff win, but other than that, he really hasn't looked great in the playoffs, so that'll definitely be a test. I mean, they'll obviously be in the playoffs this year, so that time of year is going to be a different story. But right now, I, I do believe in the Ravens. I still feel like it's hard to tell with them because, like, I mean, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Chargers, two really good teams, uh, but they lost to the Raiders, barely beat the what Lions or yeah, um, and they should yeah, not have won that Colts game. That yeah, and barely beat the Colts. Honestly. Well, I think it's also matchups. I think the Chargers and the Chiefs both don't have very good run defenses, and I think the Ravens are uh, a great running team. Worse in the league. So I think matchups also come into play like that. That's why they they played so well against the Chargers and the Chiefs, like I mentioned. But other teams like Raiders have gone to like or the, I guess that was Week One, but even just uh, who who they just uh, or almost lose to the Colts. Like, they didn't look very great against the Colts. They haven't looked great for majority of the games, I think, that they played. I don't know. I think a lot of these questions about the AFC North will be answered after this week, after the Bengals and Ravens play, and see how that plays out. And I think that will tell a lot oh, yeah. at the end of the season. For sure. All right, well, I'll go into my uh, Week 6 takeaway. And um, we were all saying Derrick Henry was going to slow down, but uh, Derrick Henry is absolutely carrying the Titans. That was an uh, uh, underdog win against the Bills, and none of us predicted that. And it was just crazy to watch. And he has insane stats. He's just carrying the Titans to an amazing season again. Yeah, he's looked great. I thought he was going to take a step uh, back as well. Uh, yeah. And he has not. He's looked fantastic. Yeah. He's like the last like, he's like, workhorse running back. I mean, we haven't had a guy like that who you can just put the entire team on his back in like this you know, particular era of football. And he's the one guy where, like, I mean, he's been getting 50 carries a game since like high school. And, like, he just hasn't slowed down at all. He's a freak. Yeah. And when he's, he's running, he doesn't look like he's running fast, but he's just, like, running by. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, that one, like, long right. touchdown, it looked like he was running in slow motion. Right. Like, he's so fast. Yeah. It's like a video game. Yeah, facts. That dude's crazy. Speaking about that uh, that yeah. game, that Titans-Bills game, I want to get your guys' opinions on the uh, fourth and one play call. What do you guys think? Um, I don't think it was that bad of a play call. As a fa- if I was a fan of the Bills, I might probably would have been pretty upset. But I mean, I don't think it's like a, a play call to bash them over. I mean, if they get it, they win the game. If they don't, they lost. They just lost. Exactly. The Bills were four and one. Like, I mean, it's midway through the season. They're they're obviously going to make the playoffs. Why not go for it and try to get a win? I mean, yeah. What are the chances they get that fourth and one? Like seventy five percent, eighty percent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I liked like it a lot. All right, so my takeaway from week six is that the Raiders are actually not as bad as everyone once thought, or like even I once thought. I think the Raiders are pretty good, and uh, they just beat a good Broncos team, and they look, yeah, they look pretty good. <laughs> what do you mean by pretty good? Do you think they're playoff good, or do you think they're... Yeah, I think they're playoff good. I think they can sneak into the playoffs. I, I think I mentioned that before. I still think Holy that they can sneak thing. into the playoffs. I do not think the Raiders are going to make it to the playoffs. I think they're just like an average that is team. An eight, not- yeah, just what Carter's saying. It's too good of a division, and the Raiders are always just, like, one of the streakiest teams for the past, like, five years. Like, there's weeks where, like, last week they look like a top AFC team, and they'll win, like, three or four in a row. And then, you know, they'll finish the season, like, 5-12 and 12 or whatever it is now. And, like, I don't know. It's just it's just never, like, a fully, fully formed team. They'll have some crazy weeks, and it's just too tough a division for them to be that streaky. And I can't imagine this turmoil yeah. with John Gruden is not going to like affect them in any way throughout the season. I think it's right. there's going to be some effects throughout the season that they'll feel. I, I think it was almost the opposite. I think it kind of motivated players more, or at least for this um, past week. I mean, yeah, maybe for the past week. I mean, I'm just saying there might be like things throughout the season that, like, I don't know. I mean, it's not good when your head coach leaves 
midway through the season. Yeah, but maybe John yeah. Gruden wasn't that good of a coach. Maybe John Gruden was holding back the Raiders. Yeah, I don't even know who's I think that guy. I think they're just not a complete team. I mean, they definitely have holes. Their offensive line is trash. Their defense is Derek Carr is solid, though. Derek Carr stinks. I don't know. I Derek Carr back. Well, before we go into week, what is this, week seven now? Yep. We're we'll going to go over our uh, picks for um, just games and then against the Spurs, or I'm sorry, our locks of the week as well. Yeah, so here I got our current records going into about, I'd say, fourth, third of the way through the season. Uh, so I'm going to do mortal locks first. So on our mortal locks, uh, Robert and I are 2-2. Two and two. John and Ronan are 3-1. and one, And Mr. Perry is undefeated at 3-0. and oh. And, and I still lose my game picks for our yes, and we all do because <laughs> we don't listen to ourselves. <laughs> but our records for our game picks are: we have John is twelve and twelve at fifty percent wins. We have Robert at five and nine at sixty-two percent. Ronan is also at five and nine with sixty-two percent. Harry is thirteen Whoa, and five 15. with seventy-two percent. You said five and yeah, 15-9, 15-9. Oh, I said yeah, fifteen and nine. My bad. Oh, yeah. Fifteen and nine for Ronan, sixty-two percent. Perry is thirteen and five. 72%, and I am 18-6 and six at 75%. So I'm the hottest picker in the entire world. So I'm going to give you another win right here with my pick on the Browns-Broncos game. This is a Case Keenum revenge game. The Browns by a million. I don't care if they have everyone hurt. This is a Case Keenum revenge game right here. The Browns are beating the Broncos, and I have the best record, and you can listen to me. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> With Case Keenum and then no Nick Chubb, no Cream uh, Hunt. Yeah, like, their run game's not there. Their passing is not going to be there. Their defense is mediocre. I, I mean, I don't see them winning this game. Yeah, you take away their entire offense by taking out their two running backs, who are their entire running backs, and then Baker Mayfield. Who, I mean, he's kind of trash anyway. Yeah, he's better than Case Keenum. He's better than Case Keenum. Is he though? I, mean, I think yeah. we can say that. I don't like Baker, but I think we can say he's better than Case Keenum. Yeah. Not prime Case Keenum. Well. <laughs> um, I agree with Carter here. I think the Browns will be the Broncos. The Broncos suck. That's all I got to say. The Broncos, Broncos suck. suck. The Broncos blow. But the yep. Browns suck. But so do the, yeah. so do the Steelers. I think the Steelers with the Broncos. Literally, their best two offensive players are Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They're both not going to be there. We'll see on Thursday night, won't we, Mr. Robert? Uh, we will. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on Broncos as well. I mean, they're not good. You're right. They haven't beat any good teams. Their wins are against the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. But just the entire Browns team being hurt and Case Keenum being your quarterback. I did not factor in this was a revenge game, so that's on me. <laughs> that's on me for not looking deeper. But I'm still going to go Broncos. Well, also, who's home? Because if the Broncos are home, it's again, oh, it's at the Browns. The Browns have a little chance. Yeah. Go now. I, I think Paul going to be bumping on Thursday. <laughs> oh, no. Go. All right. Well, let's move on. Robert, who you got in Bengals and Ravens? Um, I got the Bengals, <laughs> best team in the league. Um, oh, well, like no, yeah, no. Uh, this is a tough one. I'm I'm always afraid of the Ravens. We've had a, a losing streak with them recently. We haven't been able to stop Lamar, but I'm hoping this new energy Bengals will uh, change the outlook on that and turn the series around. Yeah, I agree. I got the Bengals. I think the Ravens are going to be a little surprised at how much better the Bengals are than how they have been there the past years. Uh, but it'll be a close game. Good rivalry game. Yeah, I got Bengals. I think this will be a great game. I think I don't, well, I, don't, the Bengals? I don't know how good the Ravens are. I also don't know how good the Bengals are, but the Bengals, I think, have shown more uh, 
more than the Ravens have so far. I mean, I don't know. If you look at the team the Bengals beat, we've beaten the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Lions, and the, um, the Steelers. So, I mean, I'm not saying the Bengals the Bengals do look good, but we haven't beaten a good team yet. You guys have also hung around with the, hung around with the Packers, and what was your other loss? The fucking Bears. <laughs> that was a fluke. I think that was, that was kind of fluke. It was a fluke. And you guys could have easily won the Packers game. I, I think you guys are a lot better than like your schedule. I mean, you've beaten the teams that you've like been given. You know, it's like I think you yeah. would would beat a lot more teams like uh, like on a like a Ravens type, Raiders type, Titans type like teams like that. I think you would win that, yeah. and that's why I guess you guys are close. I'm going Ravens, but I do think it's gonna be really close. Like we were talking about earlier with them, they have played down to their competition. But um, I don't know. I just think Lamar's going to have a big day. Like, the Bengals' defense has looked a lot better than expected, but, again, against bad teams. So I think Lamar's going to have a big day. Key for them is the Bengals. Their run defense has been pretty good. Three games with under 100 rushing yards this year. So I think that will be a big factor in them if they can win it. But I'm going to go Ravens. Well, they should put this game as the primetime game or at least a 4 yeah. o'clock game. It's 1 o'clock. Yeah. That's whack. Move on to the next one. All right, next game we got Titans and Chiefs. I'm going to pass it off to Ronan. Who you got in this game? I got the Chiefs. I still think the Chiefs are a top five team, and I don't think the Titans are good. They're four and two. I don't care. Uh, I disagree. I got the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is going to run for like fucking 260 yards, some shit. Because <laughs> Chiefs oh, yeah. defense blows. <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs are that good anymore. Um, Yeah, I think Titans got it. <clears throat> Not easily, but. They'll win, but a touchdown or so. I'm going to go Titans as well. Um, I just think with their run game, you know, Derrick Henry, like we've been saying, they'll just be able to, like, kind of slow the tempo in Kansas City, which always kills them. And this is, like, two really shitty defenses, so it's it's going to be, like, whoever scores more. But I think just with – well, obviously whoever scores more. But whoever um, – or Derrick Henry will be able to keep that tempo and be able to keep the Titans with the ball, and I think that will be a big factor. Yeah, I think it's definitely, like, who plays better, Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, it's weird to compare two different positions like that, but um, I think the Chiefs will come on, come out on top and win the games. Also got the Titans. John said it best. The Chiefs stink. Their defense is garbage. <laughs> also if the ball is in Derrick Henry's hands for most of the game, which it probably will be, then I think the Titans win this game just by, hold, just by controlling the clock, which I think is going to be a big factor in this game. But yeah, both defenses stink. I think this is going to be an over game right here. And we can move on to the Eagles and Raiders. John, who you got in that game? Uh, I got the Raiders or Eagles pretty easily. The Eagles suck. The Raiders are just, I mean, not a great team, but a better team. I think Derek Carr will have a good game. Just keep throwing to Darren Waller like he always does. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't believe in the Eagles at all. Uh, I think this is a really interesting matchup. I think they're too, like, Average teams, or maybe the Eagles are slightly below average teams from like opposite conferences playing each other. Uh, kind of a funny game to watch, but uh, I think the Jalen Hurts and the Eagles will win. I agree. I also got the Eagles. I think the Eagles beat the Raiders pretty handily. I really don't think the Raiders are a very good team. That's all I gotta say. They stink. I got I got the Raiders. I think it's pretty obvious. Like everyone said, I I don't think the Eagles are very good, or like at least John said. Carter's in this little delusional world where he hates every team in the AFC West. <laughs> but the <laughs> Eagles aren't good. They don't like, Sounds like you're hating on teams in uh, your division. Hey, my literally, whatever, whatever. No, it's different though. Well, Rob, because the Eagles are actually, the Eagles are actually bad. 
Raiders. So are the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders are like you know mediocre. I think they're gonna sneak into the playoff spot. But uh, you guys disagreed earlier. But I still got Raiders over Eagles. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Raiders as well. Um, solely because I don't believe in Jalen Hurts and you know that pa- Raiders pass rush laid by Mason Crosby. Um, Hurts is so quick to get out of the pocket. I think he's got a problem with that. And like the Eagles secondary is like gotta be like one of the bottom five in the league. And I think Carr's gonna have a decent day. So I'm gonna go Raiders. All right, next game we got Colts Niners. Perry, who you got in this one? Um, I got the Niners for Sunday night. Um, they're coming off a bye, like the perfect time. They had a three-game losing streak, and you know Jimmy's going to get healthy. Um, I'm, I haven't been a believer in the Colts all year. They have looked like steadily better the last couple of weeks, especially the offense with Wentz. He's a, I think he's like first in the league in QBR completion percentage or something like that. So he's looked solid, but I just think the Niners are a better team all around, and the Colts defense has been extremely disappointing this year. So I'm going to go Niners. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, I think the Niners' defense is what's going to win them this game because the Colts' defense has looked suspect, and they held the the, the Texans at three points last week. But it's the Texans. I don't, nice. I think they're the biggest joke in the NFL right now. <laughs> and so, I mean, Wentz has looked pretty good, but I'm still not a believer in the Colts overall. And I think the Niners take that one. Is, uh, is Jimmy G playing? Do we know? Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. He, all right. Well, either way, I still got the Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz. I don't think he's great anymore, but he has not thrown an interception. I think four weeks now playing mm-hmm. football. Yeah, and, I, I mean, he's been playing pretty well. Uh, Quentin Nelson's coming back for the Colts. I think that the. I also just don't think the 49ers are a very good team, even with Jimmy G. If Jimmy G is playing, honestly, I don't. I think that's even worse. I, I think that the Colts win this game, but I think it's gonna be very ugly. You know, I had the Colts until. I just found out that Jimmy G is playing. The Niners, the uh, Niners are a lot better with Jimmy G than with Trey Lance. But I don't know. I don't not, not. I'm not saying that for the future. I'm just saying that for now. Trey Lance, I think, has potential. But as of right now, I think Jimmy G is a better option. I think the Niners will beat the Colts. Yeah, I agree. I think they have a better chance to win. Sorry, Jimmy G now than no. I got the. I don't know. I, it's kind of toss up. I had the Niners, but as you guys were talking, now I got the Colts. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. It's a really hard game. But I'm just picking the Colts. Agree either way, though. I don't really know. I think they probably use the closest matchup we've done this week, or out of the out of the ones we chose. Just kind of two teams like you don't really know about. Been you know fine, nothing great, but I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, it'll be I, I think this. And, I think this next game is also pr- like pretty uh pretty even. And it's Saints Seahawks, Mister Fry. Why don't you go ahead? I'm going to be honest, I think the Saints win this one easily. This is a Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith matchup, and I think Jameis Winston is going to pop off. They just had a bye week. I think their offense is going to be rolling. I don't. I still don't think the Seahawks are very good. I mean, they did just get beat by the Steelers, who I also don't think is very good. Um, yeah, I, I think the Saints win this one. I'm going to go Saints as well, um, simply because it's Geno Smith. I love that in 2021, we're getting a primetime game between Geno Smith and Jameis Winston. But um, Saints defense has been awesome, and like I just, yeah, I just, I, I have nothing else. It's Geno Smith. I'm straight. Go Saints. Yeah, I've yeah. also got the Saints uh, for the same reason. Geno Smith sucks. Got Russell <laughs> Wilson. The Seahawks honestly kind of suck. Um, well, I don't. Know. I think the Saints are gonna win, but I don't think Geno Smith sucks. I think, like, <laughs> I think he sucks. I think he's an average backup quarterback, but I just don't think the Seahawks are a good team. I mean, they were only decent because of Russell Wilson is so good. I agree. Yeah. 
And I would, I would say he's even, be- I would say he's even better than the average backup quarterback. He's probably top tier backup quarterbacks. I mean, he did a really good job of handing off the ball. That's what we should do. That next week, we should power rank the backup quarterbacks. Put them in a position to win the game. I mean, he ended up fumbling. No, I mean, there's a strip sack that. No, Collins put them in a position to win the game. He did everything for them. I saw him pass the ball to DK at the end of the game to get him in the field goal. Yeah, it was like one pass. DK, DK almost messed that up too. DK really almost messed it up. Yeah. Dude, he did mess it up, and the rest fucking. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. No, that was it not, no, they spiked it yeah, with one second. I thought that they spiked it with one second. Yeah, I, think, I thought it was legit. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. They're still fucking fucked up. Yeah. Move on to locks. <laughs> yeah, sure, Robert. Who's your lock of the week? Uh, honestly, looking at uh, the betting odds this week, I'm not, I wasn't too confident in any of them. <laughs> yeah, I me neither. It's the it's the Colts yeah. plus four and a half against the Niners. Just because we talked about, it, we think it's gonna be a close game. We don't even know who's like who to win, who's gonna win. So a plus four and a half on that. I think if it's a close game, then still win the bet. And there's I think there's a good chance the Colts could win that one. I guess I'll go with mine. I got Panthers minus three versus the Giants. Um, I don't really know. I mean, the Panthers have lost three in a row. They haven't looked great recently. But I still think Sam Darnold is a pretty good quarterback. I still don't think Christian McCaffrey is playing, but the Giants also have a lot of injuries on their side too. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be an ugly game, but I think the Panthers win this by three pretty easily. You're wild. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because uh, Daniel Jones, is is he playing? Yeah, he's playing. I think so. Uh, okay. yeah, he played last week. Yeah, he did, so he'll, oh, yeah. he'll, he'll play. I got the Giants in that game, to be honest. I don't, I don't like that one bit, Mr. Fry. No, one bit. Panthers are adding a good one yeah, but the Giants just lost their number one receiver too. So like the Giants are hurt all over. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think it's that bad of a pick. My lock. I'm gonna go. Um, we already talked about this game. I'm gonna go Bengals plus seven. I said I still think the Ravens are gonna win, but I think we mentioned already they both of the Bengals losses have come by three points, and I think their run defense is gonna be able to slow down the Ravens enough where it's gonna be a close game. So seven points is a lot for a division game like that too, especially with the, the way the Bengals been playing. Oh, that's a great pick. I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in recent history, the Bengals have been kind of getting blown out by the Ravens. So, hoping some changes. It's mainly yeah, because we have not been able to stop Lamar's running, which is everyone's problems this year. So, I think we just got to figure out some answer to that. Yeah. Plus seven, bro? That's actually a pretty good spread. I like that. I didn't yeah, that. see that. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, got, I got the Bucks minus 13 and a half. I know that's a, a lot of points. For a football game, but um, I mean, my last lock of the week was Bucks, and it worked. So I'm just gonna roll with them until mm. it doesn't work. You know, what? I'm rocking. And they're playing the Bears. The Bears suck. I'm rocking the exact opposite as you, John. I got yeah, ba- I Bears plus thirteen point five. I think the Bears have kept most of their games close. I mean, they just played the Packers, which I you know it was a division game. Uh, the Packers scored a touchdown late, but they they held in the, or they they hung in there with the uh, Packers, and I think they're gonna do the same thing with the Buccaneers. For at least 13.5 points. Yeah, I don't think Bears are that bad of a team. And, uh, I mean, 13.5 is a lot of points. Oh, I didn't even realize the Bears were 3-3. Three and three. I thought they were worse than that. They've looked a lot better with fields than a Dalton, of course. But, yeah, mm-hmm. they're still a couple of years away from being legit. 13.5 is yeah. a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it'll it's happen. definitely possible. Yeah, definitely possible. Yeah, Bucks have been putting up so many points, too. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm Brady, man. He's still doing it. 
Still doing it. It was like garbage time touchdowns because like the Eagles got a couple like late touchdowns in the game that like the score was like kind of close, but the game wasn't close. Yeah, I think it finished like a <laughs> six point difference or something. Yeah, but it was really like blowout. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move to our fantasy must starts. John, who is your fantasy must start for week seven? So I got AJ Green versus Houston. Um, he had a pretty good game last week. I think he had like twenty something points. Um, and then I mean, Houston, it's Houston. So you know, yeah. I like that pick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. gotta go with your boy. Yeah, uh, I don't start the entirety of the games against the Texans. To be honest, well, that yeah, that's yeah. the that's yeah. the thing why I don't like that pick too much, is because. Any player on that offense can like pop off, you know, and, and usually it's not every single one of them. And I think AJ Green's the probably the least likely to like have a. Well, I think it'll be I mean, so much of a blowout that like there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of points. Okay. I mean, AJ Green's had a couple of good games now. He's had a game with over 100 yards. He's had a game last game. He got a touchdown. He's had other games for touchdown good for AJ. Yeah. I don't know. Happy to see it. Awesome. <laughs> All right, well, I'll move Rob, on to mine. The I got Tyler Boyd versus the Ravens. He's a veteran, our only veteran receiver, really. And he played well against the Steelers, a division rival. He seems like the, the, like a, the heart of our receiving core, kind of. He seemingly brings them together. And I think he'll bring a lot of energy into the Ravens game and uh, have a good game. All reliable. I wouldn't call him a must-start, though, but I would call him, like, a decent flex option. Like, if you well, need a flex right. option. All right, I got uh, Daryl Henderson versus Detroit. Daryl Henderson's like, you know, that if he back, like, will he, won't he? But I think this week he will. Detroit's defense, it's not it's not awful, but it's still not good. And, um, oh, their defense is awful. <laughs> it's looked better. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Daryl Henderson is, uh, I think he'll he'll have a 16-point game versus the Detroit Lions. I like it. Well, yeah, both the, I was going to say both the Bengals running backs against the, the Lions had over 10 points at least. Joe Mix had like 20-something. And Chris Evans had like... 15 or something like that, 14. Yeah, that was a good start, Ronan. Uh, my must start is Cortland Sutton versus the Browns. I think the, the Browns are very hurt right now on defense. Their cornerbacks are out. I don't. I think Cortland Sutton is the number one receiver right now for the Broncos, but I think he'll be the main target. He's been getting like 18, 16 targets a game for the last three weeks. I think he'll keep that up on Thursday night against the Browns. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. Good pick. That's yeah, a solid pick. I wouldn't have thought of that one. I'm going to go... I'll go receiver in the same division, kind of a sleeper as well. I'm going to go Henry Ruggs. Um, I mentioned earlier, I think Derek Carr is going to have a big day against the Eagles secondary. Henry Ruggs is like super boomer bust. He gets like three targets a game. But, you know, some, he'll get like that 69-yard whatever. He only has two touchdowns. But, again, I think he's just going to be able to exploit that secondary, the speed. And I'm going to go Henry Ruggs as my sleeper pick for fantasy this week. Yeah, yeah I could definitely see him catching one of those deep balls. Yeah. I think, yeah, because, like, last week, yeah, it's, like, every week he has three catches, and, like, he has, like, 80-something yards. He has, like, Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs, Tyler yeah. Lockett. The old Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> one and the same. One and the same. <laughs> well, let's move on to contenders and pretenders. We're going to give you a team, and we're going to tell you if we think that they are serious contenders or not. Um, I'm going to start, because our number one contender pretender is the Chargers, and it's pretty obvious. Everyone should have this. They are contenders no doubt. Even though we got blown out last week by the Ravens, it was just a bad matchup. I think that the Chargers are going to win the AFC East or West, and I think we're going to do it quite handily. I think they've proven themselves throughout the year so far. I definitely think everyone thinks they're going to be in the playoffs, 
at least a wild card. I don't. I mean, if we end up losing our division somehow, but we have an MVP candidate quarterback right now. We have uh, a booming offense, and our defense has looked pretty well besides last week. So I think this is a pretty easy contender. Yeah, sad. Sadly, you're correct. <laughs> the Chargers are yeah, the I, deal. I agree. Like, I definitely bought into the. I definitely bought into the Ravens hype after that win, but I'm not going to diminish the Chargers as a team. Like you said, Herbert's playing on another level. Um, their defense is like very good this year, and I I think they can really compete with the Chiefs this year in that division. Chiefs haven't looked as strong as they normally do, so I definitely think the Chargers are contenders. Yeah, I think the Chargers are contenders too, but I think the Ravens game should like show a little bit of doubt because I mean they have lost the the two like the best teams that they played. They've lost to the Cowboys and the Ravens. So, I mean, I still think they're contenders, but they need to fix those problems if they actually want to contend for the Super Bowl because those are the teams they're going to need to beat. The refs beat us week two. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers <laughs> are still definitely contenders. They yeah. had that shitty game against the Ravens, which sucked. <laughs> I hate the Ravens, but, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Who do they play next week? Uh, we have a bye week, and then we play uh, the right, Patriots. Right, right. Yeah, um, I just want to clarify. We're saying playoff contenders, not Super Bowl contenders. Although, I do think the yeah. Chargers are on that level, but... Strictly playoff contenders right Thank now. Next, yeah, next team is going to be the Steelers. And, John, I'll let you start. Um, Contenders. Super Bowl contenders, actually. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really have much to back it up because I'm biased. <laughs> I'm be honest. I still, I still believe in them. We'll see what happens. I think they can get a wild card. I still think they're yeah. pretenders, even though they are showing me more and more these weeks, but not enough to on the playoff team yet yeah uh their def- their defense is great but big ben blows man i do not think big ben yeah. is good anymore the defense looks very very good the, the weapons are there the offensive line i'm not i'm not quite too sure how how good the offensive line is but not good big ben big ben is is not if they put like a serious quarterback there absolutely that might be the best team in the nfl i mean he didn't look bad this last game, besides that one fucking pump fake where he dropped it. <laughs> but he really didn't look that bad aside from that. He had some deep balls that he threw dimes to. They, that didn't connect because the receivers didn't catch it, but they were good throws. Um, yeah, just accuracy-wise, he looked better. <clears throat> I agree. I think he did look better this game. But I don't I don't think that one game is really showing me like that much to change my mind. Yeah. I agree. I still think he's Last week was definitely a step in the right direction, but there's still been so much more bad than good to make me believe that Big Ben can still do it. Plus, they have the Ravens and the Browns and the Bengals, or maybe not the Browns, but definitely the Ravens and the Bengals in front of them right now. So it's going to be a tough road if they can't do it, but I don't believe in them right now. Yep, I also have pretenders. I think this is the easiest pretenders on this list, to be honest. Not the Big Ben? Nope. Ain't going (laughs) (laughs) Easy as that. You're really going to do this right after John just said that the Chargers were contenders? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, can we go back to... Uh, no. okay, let's go so back to the Chargers. Okay, uh, we can go to the next game. We have... Oh, I'm sorry. Next team, we have the 49ers. Uh, Ronan, what do you think of the Niners? Pretenders. Uh, even with Jimmy G or Trey Lance, I don't think it matters. This team, I mean, I, I don't... The, the division's too tough. Even with the Seahawks... Without uh, Russell Wilson, I still think the Seahawks are like like right around the Niners. So I, I think both those teams right now are out. I think it's going to be the Rams and the Cardinals making it out of the playoffs in that division. I once thought that there could be three teams out of, the, out of this division making it, but 
Niners do not look good. Yeah, I think the Niners are like a yeah, I mean that's eight to seven win team, which is just like right around mediocre. And in that division, yeah. I don't think they'll make them make the playoffs. Facts. Yeah, it really comes down to the rest of their division. I mean, the rest of their division is just so good. I mean, like they're they're clearly. I mean, I wouldn't say they're the maybe they're the worst team in that division. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're pretenders. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, I agree. There's no shot they made the playoffs, honestly. I mean, technically Seahawks are last in the division right now. But, like, that's because Russell Wilson's not in. Yeah, there's definitely a debate of who's the better of those two, but I feel like the Rams and the Cardinals are just, like, a step or two ahead of both of those teams regardless, so. Yeah. We got one more team. Vikings. Yep. Rob, what do you think? Um, They're pretenders. Boom! not... Kirk Cousins is not a playoff caliber quarterback. Boom. Calvin Cook is a beast, but um, it's just the, their offense is okay and their defense is just not not good. Defense line is pretty good, but overall defense is not that good. Which is another mediocre team, but slightly better than the Niners. I'm guessing uh, a 9-8 finish for the Vikings. All right, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think that all you guys are going to disagree with it. And I'm going to say that Kirk Cousins is like borderline top 10 quarterback. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's just borderline top ten. I think he's borderline top ten. He's uh, he's better than everyone's gives him credit top for. Fifteen. <laughs> I think he's a lot better than everyone gives him credit for. He, it's not I, really I his fault. Too. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's with Mahomes. To be honest, Herberts look pretty great. Staffers look pretty mm-hmm. great. He's Murray's look pretty great. I don't think he's up there, but I think he's around like Derek Carr area, like around like that kind of quarterback. He's 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 good. Like his stats are damn. His stats have looked pretty good. And uh, I, I don't think most of the losses are his fault. I don't think he has a great coach. He doesn't have a good kicker who lost him, I think, one or two games. And the defense isn't great either. So, But I, I think I Kirk Cousins is good. And I do think they're contenders. I think they'll sneak into the playoffs. But it's just not – yeah, it's not just up to Kirk Cousins. I mean, he has 20, yeah. 21 other players on that team that have to play well. No, I was just saying from, from what you said about Kirk Cousins like in the playoffs. I think he's very capable of being like a, a – a good quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think he's capable of being a quarterback on a playoff team, but he has to have a playoff team around him. He just doesn't have a playoff team around him. Yeah. He's not going to lead that team through the I think right, you bring up his stats, but you can look at his, you know, fourth quarter and you know, whatever they call it, clutch factor stats, too, and that's the reason I don't think he's going to be able to bring him to the playoffs. It's just they do this every year. I know I've mentioned this on this podcast before. It's just they play these close games, and they always play to whatever competition they're playing to, like they did in that game with Detroit. And, like, you know, they'll beat Detroit, but how many – uh, good teams are going to be in close games. Fair. Nah, they're I contenders, really... though. Yes, they are. Good nah. shit, John. They're contenders for John, sure. Where you're a Vikings fan. <laughs> I'm still standing <laughs> by the fact that they're going to win the division. Uh, um, I don't think they're going to win so... it. No, watch, watch, watch. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, week nine, going to go down with a broken collarbone. Oh, shit. After the season. He's going to be smiling because he doesn't want to play. <laughs> and, I mean... The as Rona was saying, I think Kirk Cousins is better than people make him out to be. But yeah, I'm going with contenders there. <clears throat> Facts. I have them. I, as a, I don't think Mike Zimmer's a very good coach, to be honest. Uh, so uh, what do we got? Three and two on on Minnesota in favor of con- or pretenders. I think so. Yeah. Well, all right. I think we can get to our power rankings now. Um, we're going to do top five um, as of week six. John, who do you got for your top five? All right, I got Cardinals, obvious number one. I had them last time, number one. Nothing's really changed there. Uh, 
Got Bills number two. I know they just lost the Titans, but I still believe in Josh Allen. Still believe in that team. Um, three Chargers. Bad loss against the Ravens, but still think. I hate saying this because it gets Carter all happy, but I still think they are Super Bowl contender. <laughs> um, Cowboys is another team that I think could be a Super Bowl contender. I think Dak's playing. Like, definitely a top-five quarterback, maybe even a top-three quarterback right now. Um, that's a little crazy to say, but maybe. Um, then at five, I got the Bucks. They're just steady doing what they're doing. Uh, Tom Brady still doing great. But, yeah, that's what I got. No Rams? No Rams. Rams would be six. I, I agree with what you said about Dak, though. He's awesome. Um, I did just have – I was just outside of my top five. I probably put them at, like, six or seven. But I went mm-hmm. Cardinals one. Packers two, just because Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad boy. I got the Bills at three, Ravens at four, and then the Buccaneers at five. So I think the only teams I switched out with you is Packers for Chargers. But yeah, I just I don't know Aaron Rodgers. Like he's, I think he's like just doing whatever he wants at this point. Like it's going extremely well. He's just so good at football, and like he's got the weapons around him. He's like basically like he made them sign Randall Cobb. He just has guys he wants to play with. And it's working out very well. Like, I don't see anybody stopping that offense. Um, Kirk Cousins. Oh, my fault. I forgot about him. Yeah. Let me put the Vikings in real quick. All right. My top five. I got the Rams coming in at numero uno. I think the Rams are the best team in the NFL. They just beat the Giants like 38-3 to three or something. Uh, Rams defense. They got Jalen Ramsey. They got Aaron Donald. They look good. They're like decent enough. Their offense is insane. They're scoring so many points each game. I don't know their average, so I was going to try to make up a number. But they look great on offense. They look solid on defense. They have a great coach. I think they're number one. I got Bills coming in number two. They just lost to the Titans. I thought I think that's a little fluky. I think nine times out of ten they're going to win that game. Um, yeah, Bills are, Bills are good. Number three, I got Cardinals. I did not have them top five last time when we did this two weeks ago. But they have proven to me that they are legit. And uh, Kyler Murray's looked great. Number four, I got Packers for the same reason Perry was saying. Aaron Rodgers look great. Their defenses look solid. And um, yeah. And then number five, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I know most of you guys, or maybe all of you guys, don't have the Chiefs still here, but I still think the Chiefs Chiefs are a team to beat. Anytime a team is playing the Chiefs, we're all gonna bring it up. We're all gonna be like, oh, but the you know, the Bills have looked good, they beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are are like still that in that top five. Well, I'll go into my list and I do not have the Bills on my list, but Ooh. I will start with the Cardinals. I think everyone oh, except Ryan didn't start with the Cardinals, but the only undefeated team left in the league and uh, have looked good in almost every game they've played. Rams, for the reasons you guys said, great offense, great defense, look like a solid team. No uh no holes. Then I got three bucks. I mean they're just doing what they need to do. Did, who'd they lose to? The Bucks? Yeah. Um, to your question. Sure. <laughs> oh, it was the Rams. It was the Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they lost to a great team, and um, so yeah, they still hold a solid spot on the list. Four Packers. I love Aaron Rodgers. Greatest quarterback in the league right now. The five Cowboys. Dak Prescott is playing amazing. They, uh, they haven't shown me a reason not to put him in my top five. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna, gonna throw an honorable mention to uh, Dallas, Dallas as well. I forgot to mention. Yeah, that. I think they're number six. They're very solid. I have them he's on my on list. Yeah, he's a dog. How did you say Trayvon Diggs is just Deion Sanders at this point? It's insane. 
Is it seven, seven interceptions in six weeks? Yeah, he's getting burnt. Mm-hmm. He is getting burnt like toast, though. Yeah, I saw he's letting up like the most amount of yards, though. But it's, it's like, like the argument. It's like it's like it's like a home run hitter. Like he's gonna strike out a lot, but like he's gonna hit home runs. Like if you're scoring or turning the ball over every week, you can give up nine hundred yards. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, I'm gonna give my power rankings at number one. I got the Cardinals. Uh, I do think, I mean, only undefeated team in the league. I think they earned it. I think they just have so many weapons on offense. I think they're clearly the best team. Number two, I got the Chargers. See, I can be reasonable. I think the Chargers are still the second best team in the in the NFL. I think they just had a bad week, but they will bounce back, and they will bounce back. <laughs> and number three, I got the Rams. <laughs> I think the Rams are probably the most complete team in the NFL, and I think I said this last week when I put them at number two in my power rankings. I just think they have a good defense. They've got a good offense. They've got a good coach. I mean, I just think they're all around probably the best team. Uh, Bills, I got as number four. Even though they lost to the Titans just now, they still went for it on the fourth and one play to get that win. And I think that's a ballsy call. I, I love that decision, you know, because I mean they're the Bills. They know they can make the playoffs. They can make decisions like that. And then number five, I got the Cowboys. I mean, Dak Prescott is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. He's the clear, obvious front runner for comeback player of the year. I mean, the Cowboys are a force to be reckoned with. They're clearly winning that division. I think they're going to continue to dominate till the playoffs. I like it. Solid list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we're going to move on to our what-if scenarios. We did this a few weeks ago, but it's back by popular demand. And I think we're going to start off with Perry. What is your what-if? My what-if is not trying to make light of the John Gruden situation because that was pretty terrible and he's a terrible guy. But what if going back to his hire in, what was that, 2018, if that just never happened? Because you think about it, his first big move, he was basically the GM as soon as he brought on. He traded for Cleo Mack and then – or traded – I'm sorry, traded away – Mack and Amari Cooper for four first-round picks total. And then they get the GM, Reggie McKenzie, fired, who drafted all these very good players, Mack, Amari Cooper, Derek Carr, all those guys. And they hire Mike Mayock. So these guys have full control. Those first-round picks from those two guys, they turn to John Abram, the safety who can't cover and has played 14 games since 2019. Glenn Farrell, who's like a third-round pick, they took like top 10. He's already ready to be in trade talks. Josh Jacobs, who's declining yards and yards per carry every season. Henry Ruggs, who's fine, I guess. Not a first-round pick. And then Damon Arnett, the corner, who's also been rumored and a reach in the first-round pick. So basically, if you go back and you don't hire John Gruden, you either make those trades and have all those picks with somebody who's competent in drafting, or you just don't trade away your all-pro players, which is a wild thought, I know. But, like, the Raiders, they with Del Rio in 2016, they had their first winning season since 2002, I think it was. And they haven't done anything since. So, I mean, I, I, it was... It was what was it? I think it was ten years, a hundred million, like the biggest coaching contract of all time, and obviously nothing good came of it. And they weren't good at all. I mean, they've been mediocre at best, and then all this terrible stuff he did has come out. So just a disaster hire from the beginning. Yep, he was. He played four seasons. He never had a winning record. He had a losing record overall. Obviously, he never made the playoffs once. Just he's a terrible guy and a terrible coach. You know, I mean, I don't know what to say. You want to go all the way back? You want to go all the way back to his Super Bowl win with Tampa Bay? He just got handed the greatest defense of all time. It was Tony Dungy's defense. They got rid of Dungy. Our groom just gets it. You know, they had a terrible offense, as they normally do. And, you know, he just kind of rode that guy's Super Bowl. And he was awesome on Monday Night Football. I'll give him that. Him and Tariqa was gas. But he's a terrible guy, and I hope he's never back in the league. Yep, me too. Yeah, there's some shitty-ass uh, picks. That that's, I didn't realize how bad yeah, that was. Yeah, that was terrible. That's going to be, like, the return for trading your homegrown all-pro all pro players is just reaches in the first round because Gruden cannot draft. And yeah, they gave him, the year he got there, he was the one who got Reggie McKenzie fired. 
basically implements himself as the GM who gets final say on all these draft picks, and like it's it's been a reach every time. Yeah, he was like he was like the dictator there. Was, there was no like checks and balances at all. It was just uh, Mark Davis just kind of hit him the keys and like yeah. you're gonna get nine and seven at best. With that. Colin Farrell has to be the, the worst pick out of all of those because they took it's him like cool, number man. three. They took they him like number three. Like, second higher is like a, like a late second round. I know. Like, I don't get it. Same <laughs> thing with Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs was also taken early. He wasn't yeah. supposed to go to like the second round either. Even Arnett was like a third rounder. He's been terrible. Uh, John Abrams has the second most penalties in the league since he was drafted. I think he's already given up like five touchdowns this year or something, and he's played like 14 games in three years. So just yeah. an awful draft. Is he the guy that he was like one of the main guys on Hard Knocks, right? Yeah, he was. He was the guy who they kept having to tell like, "Hey, don't try to murder your teammates in practice." It's practice. <laughs> like, go like full hit stick in like shorts. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. That yeah, this could go down as like one of the worst head coaching hires slash GM we're gonna call it of all time. It's bad. But wasn't Mike Mayock the guy that was doing like mock drafts on NFL Network? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the mock drafts, he does the real ones and said, "Oh yeah, you should probably go back on TV." <laughs> he had it's rich, bad. he had rich eyes, he had rich eyes and fucking keep him down to earth, bro. Yeah, man, Raiders in some trouble. I'll tell you that much. Hey, they got a four-two record yeah. though, so not doing I, that bad. When did did they do that last year? Like they started with like a pretty decent record, and then mm-hmm. just yeah. So they do every year. I think they wasted Derek yeah. Carr. I don't think he had any potential, but we won't get into that. <laughs> we won't get into anyway, that. I'm going to go with my what if. My what if is what if the Dolphins drafted Herbert over Tua, which I think is one of probably will bite the Dolphins in the ass for so many years to come. They had a clear opportunity to get one of the emerging stars in the NFL, and they passed him up for a bum who might not even play. He's getting benched to a person who was 22, like, felons convicted against him. Like, possibly, if Sean Watson gets traded there recently, according to the rumors. Like, 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 the Dolphins screwed up bad. Would the Dolphins be playoff contenders right now if they had Herbert? I think they would be. I mean, Absolutely. especially last year. Their defense last year was actually very yeah. solid. If they had Herbert playing like he did last year, I think the Dolphins, like, were in contention for that division. I mean, like... Now they have, um, what's his name, the new guy, their new uh, rookie receiver. I think he's Jaylen pretty Waddell. good. Yeah, Jalen Waddle, he's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I'd... Dolphins blew it big time, man. Now they're going to be bad for another six years. Well, I, mean, I don't know if they would be play a playoff team. They would definitely be better. But, I mean, this is the same Dolphins team that lost to the Jaguars. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think they would totally would be a playoff team. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, you, me too. you don't think? Ron, you're Jamie the same Howard guy that said that. that the uh, football team should have drafted Chase Young over Herbert. When did I say that? You said that like two weeks ago. I said that we should have taken Herbert over Chase. Oh yeah, maybe I meant yeah. Well yeah, yeah whatever. You said yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, okay, maybe you're right. Good decision. <laughs> Don't regret that. Decision. <laughs> yeah, because Chase Young is still one in, one in generation talent. Honestly, if, and that's also like my bias talking. That's also that's also like my bias talking a little bit. Yeah, maybe I would rather have Justin Herbert and have a quarterback. All right, whatever. Yeah. Sue me. All right, <laughs> whatever. I was I was support support. Robert's correct. Is what you're trying to say? I was supporting my Chase Young, my Chase Young pick, <laughs> which I still think Chase Young is great. I still think he's gonna be Hall of Famer. But yeah, maybe yeah, Herbert, maybe Herbert's gonna be pretty good too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like he's a great player, but like quarterback's most important position. Yeah. Now we're getting off topic. Okay, what mm-hmm. I was gonna say though was, um, uh, have you guys seen the rumors of Deshaun Watson, Tua, and the Washington Football Team on three three teams? I just was talking about, yeah. 
So Washington, the Washington football team is thinking about trading for Tua and making Tua the starting quarterback. Which I, oh, I which I hate, man. I hate it with all yeah, my heart. The dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> no, I don't know what we would even have better. to give up. I don't think we would have to give up that much, to be honest. But even... Heineke's definitely better. Heineke is definitely better. I don't know. I, maybe, Dude, I, maybe. Heineke sucks. sucks. Heineke sucks too, though. This is the thing. Tua sucks. You're gonna be screaming at Tua in about a few weeks here. <laughs> no, like, look, look. I'm totally the opposite of the Tua train. I'm going. I'm going the, on the different railroad than the Tua train. Tua sucks. <laughs> Tua, Tua blows, and I, I don't want this to happen. Okay. Yeah, maybe Mac Jones could too. Huh? No, Mac Jones he's sucks. Just fine. <laughs> sucks. Go on, Ronan. <laughs> Let's go to the next one, Ronan. What about you? What's your what if? Mine is. What if, like, Geno pops off and takes Seattle to the playoffs? I think this would have, like, a big factor in the league. You know, there's always quarterbacks, or there's always teams looking in for quarterbacks, or looking into quarterbacks. If Geno does well and puts the, puts the uh, Seahawks in a playoff contention before Russ comes back, I think that he could get a pretty solid contract. I think we saw it with Case Keenum. Case Keenum took the, I think, the Vikings, right? He took the Vikings to the NFC Championship. Then he got a great contract from the Broncos afterward. I think uh, Gino can put himself in a situation like that and uh, get himself a, a nice contract. You know who would be signing that contract is Bruce Allen. That would be like the most Washington thing of all time. Bruce Allen doesn't work here anymore. Oh well, you know, I mean, if 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 Gino's if there was one team who did that after Geno Smith like has a nice little fluky playoff run, oh buddy, it's Washington knocking. I was, I was- I think the old, I think I think the Redskins would do that, but we are a new team. Oh, here we go. Mm. (laughs) But either way, it wouldn't happen. Geno Smith sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That was interesting. You did, uh, you didn't do something from the past. You did something that's like, what if for the future? Mm -hmm. I I feel like all the teams that have signed those quarterbacks though that have had fluky runs have all regretted it. So I don't know if they're like learning from that. I mean, I think he would get a decent contract, but, like, not that hefty of a contract. And maybe a decent contract as a backup. It's just, like, crazy to think, like, how bad GMs are and, like, all the draft guys are, like, evaluating quarterbacks. Like, it, just, it happens every single year. I feel like, like it's hard, though. Yeah, I yeah, think it is very hard. Yeah. Like, the Bears, the Bears had Nick Foles on $10 million. They had Andy Dalton on $10 million. And then they draft Justin Fields. Like, what is, what are, what is that? What is the thought process behind that? Let's pay... Two mediocre quarterbacks, like pre top dollar, well, and then have a rookie sitting behind him awkwardly for three. You know what? I think like, I think it's um uh, it's because Justin Fields fell pretty deep into the draft. That's the reason. Yeah, that's fair. I think I mean, yeah, every team is they saw their quarterback. Savior. I think yeah, I think they saw their opportunity. Whatever pick he was, was it twenty something? Maybe late, maybe like eighteen or I don't know. 15. Yeah, fifteen. I think they saw their opportunity to get a franchise no, guy, 10. and and they went and got him. 10. Damn, ten. <laughs> Far earlier than I thought. It's hard to get a quarterback. You got to be desperate. I mean, you can imagine people being desperate, especially if you're the Bears and you you don't have a good quarterback for God knows how long. Even if you consider Jake Heller to be a good quarterback, it can be as hard as you want. I'm not putting Andy Dalton and Nick Foles on contract in the same year. That's wild. Oh no, I I, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying I think they do it because they're desperate. You know, like you need a quarterback yeah. to be good at the NFL. So I mean, desperate. Yeah, Matt Nagy, I think, maybe saw that his time was running out. And I think uh, Justin Fields would have been a good, like, you know, get him into the next year kind of move. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Definitely a fan booster. The fans love, love them. Or they yeah, love them. He's absolutely. been fun to watch. What is that? I say he's been fun to watch so far. Yeah, he's been, he's been good. I haven't watched much of him. Uh, or, um, yeah, I haven't watched much of him so far. He, he's been odd. He's been good. He's been okay. He's well, had, he, like, played, shaky plays. He, he played awful against you guys. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that was the first game. I only played a couple drives, too. But, I mean, like, against the Packers, I mean, you guys see that wild interception that he threw? It's just like, yeah. And that one. I mean, it's just rookie things that I hope, hope like, most likely be able to pick. But, yeah. Uh, Robbie, I figure what if. Uh, I don't. I don't even really like mine. It's just like, what if Jeremy Hill didn't fumble against the Steelers in the playoffs in 2015? <laughs> then you, then you would have lost. Uh, yeah, I could tell you exactly what happened. We would have lost the next round. But, <laughs> 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 but um, I mean, it would have been our first playoff win in like 25 years or something. So it would have been. Big. That was a great game. I love that game. Yeah, I think. If, do you think if you guys win that? Marvin Lewis is still the coach to this day. Um, <laughs> maybe, yeah. I mean, he might just be glorified in Bengals history for just winning the playoff game. <laughs> He's going to outside the stadium. And <laughs> uh, AJ McCarron was our quarterback at that time. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Wait, for that so game? Like, what if? What if Don played that game? I got a new one. Y'all remember that, like, that thing with, like, the Browns where they try to put that fax through to, like, draft A.J. McCarron and, like, it didn't go through at the deadline oh, or something. for him? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my new one. What if the fax machine worked for the Browns? Yeah, we would have gotten, like, a second-round <laughs> pick or something like that. Yeah. Maybe you gotten a solid off the Yeah, just the course of history, man. I'm telling you. All right. Um, and, John, on. the final uh, one. Mine is, what if Ryan Shazier never got injured? Nothing how changed. good would he be to this day still, and how many records would he have breaking? Uh, honestly, even that season he got injured, I think it really like fucked with the Steelers, and we did not do that great. I mean, he was a hell of a player. I don't know how many records he would have broken, but dude, he was already the best linebacker in the league at, when he like went out. There's year mm. what like, four or something. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Bobby Wagner was like his yeah, yeah, Bobby Wagner. Wagner yeah. <laughs> nah, I think. He was good. He was top five. I think he was top five. He's yeah. number one. <laughs> no, I got Wagner. Like, I mean, Wagner and uh, over him. But yeah, it's definitely unfortunate what happened there. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I didn't even understand I, the severity <laughs> until like a, like a couple of years later. Really, I thought like he was cool. Like I thought he was okay and everything. I thought he was just like retired because it was like a neck injury. Not that man, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. He can walk now. That's cool. and I, was, I saw. Yeah, I saw. It him. actually happened against the Bengals, but it wasn't the Bengals' fault. They had that like I think it was like a draft where they had them like like walk out on stage. You know, you had people helping him and stuff, and it was supposed to be like this yeah. like really nice tribute. But then you're just showing all these guys come out of college. It's like, hey, this could happen to you. Welcome to the NFL, yeah. man. It's tough. Maybe they gotta miss the mark. What disease does Ryan Shazier have? Same thing as Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Do you know what it's called? Uh, I forget. But yeah, Does, you don't grow hair anymore. Damn, bro, you gotta think how much money he saves. Like not <laughs> He kind of pulls it off, off though. Josh Dobbs does not. He looks like a fucking penis. <laughs> 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 Jay-Z pulls it off. Can we make that the, 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 the episode title? Um, Josh Dobbs <laughs> and the Venus. <laughs> Is Josh Dobbs still on the Steelers? Yeah. So, Josh Dobbs. Nice volunteer legend, Josh Dobbs. We should give him a chance, bro. Fuck it. We should see if he wants to be a guest on the pod. You might. I mean, I don't know. Not for Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's probably not doing anything on Sunday. We could do like a little. Is <laughs> Shay on the pod? <laughs> Josh Allison. We should we just should find someone with the same disease as Josh Dobbs and Ryan Shazier and just have them come on and just talk about the disease so that we know what <laughs> what Ryan Shazier and Josh Dobbs <laughs> foundation. <laughs> I don't think it's like I don't think it does anything to them besides the hair thing. Like I don't, 
What if he started wearing a wig? <laughs> <laughs> so he got like flow come out of his helmet. Like <laughs> tape, it to, to be better. tape it to I'm the cool. bottom of the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Get more confidence out there. <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> that's, missing. that's what's missing from Josh Dobbs' game is the confidence. When, that, when, when we get Josh Dobbs on the pod, we should all shave our heads to make him feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but they don't have eyebrows either. We got. We would have to do with the eyebrows too. Oh, <laughs> oh, that should be the fantasy platform. You gotta shave your eyebrows. Oh my god. Uh oh, Robert. Uh oh, Robert. Nope. All right, but I think that'll. Um, I think that'll wrap up the latest episode of the Five Wide NFL Podcast. Anyone got anything to say to the viewers? The Patriots are four Patriots. plays away from being four and one. They're the Vikings. <laughs> Why, why do you defend the Vikings so much, bro? <laughs> Alright, bet. Alright, see you guys later. Thanks for watching. See you next week.